0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of Sports Card Talk. We are back in action. Shia in the house, Coleman Cards in the house. First off, guys, how was your Christmas? Go for it, Shia. Pretty solid, pretty solid. Thank you, Sash. How was your Christmas? It was good. Why don't you tell the people what you're working on most of Christmas? I was working on college
1: applications most of Christmas Day. It was a busy day, Uh, not very (laughs) relaxing, but it was... uh, much needed. I feel. What about you, Coleman? How was your Christmas?
2: It was fantastic. I came back to Arizona to hang over at my brother's house with his wife and his two kids. And uh, it's uh, it's it's fantastic, man, watching the kids run around and enjoy Christmas. And also, you know, get to hang out with family. Couldn't ask for anything more.
0: It feels like since people were like hanging around the house, there was like more deals going down um, just in the card world in general. I don't know if you guys had that same experience as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a lot of sales and trades and stuff
2: over the last couple of days, which I didn't think would happen. I kind of wanted to just like not do a lot of business over the last couple of days, but like, I literally just, you know, had a lot of stuff come across and you know, it was quick and easy and you know, everyone was really smooth and stuff. So I didn't see it, but I'm happy to do it as well.
0: Um, So the first thing I want to jump into, uh, is the the Grizzlies versus, uh, versus Hawks game, Jaw versus uh, Trey Young. I think that's like a sports card investor's dream game almost, um, just because uh, it seems like if one person likes Trey, they don't like Jaw, and if one person likes Jaw, they don't like Trey. Um, but what did you overall take away from the game in general, from an investing card aspect, and also just from a, um, a fan perspective?
2: Overreaction, Trey is really clutch. Uh, he's smart. He knows what to do to get fouls called. He's a great shooter, obviously. And if he can get to the free throw line, he's a knockdown free throw shooter. So, um, yeah, Trey's really good.
0: What about you, Shia?
1: Yeah, as you know, I've been up with a college app, so I've been pretty busy. I did see the game, um, I've been talking with several people. I know Trey and jaw had the big first game. So I think that that was kind of even at the beginning. And once that matchup happened, it was kind of like the tiebreaker. I want to say, um, I have honestly been surprised by jaw this year. I did not think he'd be doing as well as he is. Um, so that does come to a surprise to me, but yeah, I believe in Trey more than
0: it was funny. So I was at, I was at Burbank uh, yesterday and before the game started, I was getting some prices, um, to sell some stuff to ryan and a lot of it was trey young um and like bait he was buying base at like I think five eighty um and I was like okay cool like I'll think about it blah 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 went outside um did some deals out there um Coleman since you weren't there I was just i was just grabbing everything his <laughs> feast <laughs> um but then I went back in and honestly I didn't even know the hawks and Grizzlies were playing and I saw it on on they had like a little laptop and um, they're playing the game and they're like, yeah, Trey's got twenty, like he's playing good, blah blah blah. Josh playing good. I was like, okay, actually, like let me wait till this like game ends and like see what happens. And then all of a sudden, Trey's going off, drops like thirty, whatever. And then I, and then I go back to Ryan and I sold him some other stuff. At it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hold off on the trades. He just balled. He said, okay. Came back home, drove home, hour and a half. Came home. Guy hits me up, yo, I'll take three at like uh, six thirty-five per direct. And I was like, okay, cool. So that, I think that was just like a pure example of like a reactionary game where just now people are all hyped up on Trey. And I think that's why, again, last time Coleman, me and you talked how we would, we were saying that Trey might have the most room in his card versus Zion, let's say. And I think this is kind of giving a pure example of it where like, if if Trey continues to win games, and we've talked about this in earlier episodes, if he can start to win games, like, his prices could get up there just because we didn't see that last year with him.
2: Well, especially because, um, Jha prison prices and Zion prison prices rising. right? So we've seen it like a million times where it's like, a once these boats all rise, the other ones go up too. um, yep. what's interesting though, is we're seeing the Luca kind of top out right at like 1900, mm-hmm. um, 1850, 1900. Um, even though it was just at 2000 touching over 2000 and stuff. So you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I think yeah, we're we're gonna watch Trey just go up to like seven fifty, eight hundred here, and then who knows from there.
0: You buying you buying Trey Shire right now? What's what's the I'm word? Not, I'm You're just
1: not? I'm just holding. I you
0: still have more. you still have some Zion's right? Water.
1: I have the silver ten. I do have the silver ten. I have three two gem bases. I'm holding those for now. I think Zion. I don't even think he's done that good in season yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's gonna show out in a little bit. And I'm only holding four trays. I was planning on moving them. Some guy was like, yeah, I'll take him at five fifty. But then he was like, yeah, goods. And then I was like, okay, no, you have to cover the fee. And then <laughs> he was like, no, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I was like, okay, fine. So yeah. Work that well, in my
0: favor. Coleman, you touched on Luca and I want to get into like his base, uh, price point a bit. Um, you didn't mention it did hit 2000 on eBay. Um, Then kind of went back down. It just seems like the he isn't. First off, I just don't think he has enough help around him. I think Porzingis. I think the Porzingis Luca dynamic does work if Porzingis is healthy, and I think you can just see from the games that they're playing is like having Porzingis not there is hurting a lot. Um, Also, like I don't know why they got rid of Seth Curry. Like I was very confused about that too. Like he he. In that team last year played very, very well. So I was confused about that. So I think that with Luca right now, with his price point at $1,900, that is a lot of money to get into on a base card. And at the same time, they're not, they don't have essentially their full team back. So there, I think there's going to be some, some um, roadblocks over the next, I don't know, 10, 15 games until Porzingis gets back. So what you're saying is you think the Hawks will have a better record than the Mavericks? I'm not saying that. No, <laughs> I'm just saying that. I think that, uh, I think that Porzingis, I think that Luca is a little bit out of shape. So he's going to, it's going to take a couple of games for him to get back into shape. And I just think that, um, they got to, you know, their team's not going to be fully there until Porzingis gets back.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. And what I, I'm, I'm seeing the same things, but overreaction, um, yeah, Luca had Luca didn't have time to really prepare for the season. Um, he was in Slovenia; it was shut down. You know, he would have had a lot more time to work out with these new teammates and and a lot of practices. Right, um, they weren't even allowed to practice together. Um, I know that was going around around the league. I don't know if that is exactly what happened with the Mavericks, but I paid close attention to the Suns and you know during their media days, listening to Chris Paul talk about how he can't even practice with the other players, even though everybody's there because they're just like you know following social distancing and really trying to beat this COVID thing. So, um, Luca hasn't had any time to get to really play with James Johnson, to get to really play with Josh Richardson, to get to play with these pieces in this new team that has been assembled. And I would absolutely bet on Luca figuring it out, getting yeah. a better shape and the team performing a lot better, um, even as currently assembled. Um, but yeah, I mean,
0: it's, you know, I mean, what the question is, is, his price is at 1900, let's say right now on eBay. Mm-hmm. What does that, <clears throat> what does that get to? Let's say when Porzingis is healthy, everything's clicking and they're just going on a run. It's just hard to say
2: because look, there's 15,000 in the population, but there's a lot more people in the market looking for the card and trying to get the card. But that also means that the supply is always going to be there. Um, We're always going to see plenty of sales on eBay every day. We're always going to see people seeing the car go from 1600 to 1800 and immediately make Instagram story posts saying, Hey, I'm selling mine for 1800 per who wants to buy one? Because at the end of the day, 1800, $2,000 is a lot of money and it is money that you can use for all kinds of things, not just sports cards. So with a population of 15,000 and with as many people that are in the hobby as they are, The supply is always going to be there. So it's really hard to say what that card will go up to. But yeah, if the Mavericks are balling out, Porzingis is balling out, the team's clicking, there's highlights everywhere. They're getting into like that top three, top four seed or something like that because everything's working. No reason why that card can't go up to like 2,500, you know,
0: 2,800. I don't know. I want to bring uh, Shia you into this. Um, Would you rather be buying, let's say, a Luca? At 1,900, 1,850, or let's just say like three or four trays um at whatever it is right now, you know, 600 per, because I think the thinking right now in the current market is that, well, and my thing too is like, well, Trey might have some more room right now. Yeah. Make some also, quick money. I would take the trays Um just because,
1: okay, the Luca, if he starts clicking, I think it could get to maybe 2,500, maybe. That's what six six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. If you're to buy those four trays, let's say, or three or four trays, whatever it is, I think you could make that six hundred a lot easier. I think it's gonna be a lot harder with the Luca because I think that two hundred is kind of like a what is it? a resistance in stocks. There's a resistance and it keeps trying to hit that and break, but it's a little different. And I think that that's kind of the stigma is okay, the Luca it's gonna peak at two thousand, and I think that's what it's kind of what's going on while the trade doesn't have that yet. It doesn't have that
0: peak. Yeah. Um, so, I mean like a lot of the questions we have been getting in, have been really based around Luca. I think there's a lot of, uh, Luca investors and stuff. Uh, like you said, Coleman overreacting a bit. Um, we got questions like, why is, uh, how do you feel about Luca coming in a little chunky? Um, stuff like that. Um,
2: we and talked honestly, about
0: this ago, I was gonna say we talked about this a little bit a couple of days ago, which
2: is I don't think Luke is chunky. I think Luke is a tank, you know, like I think he's really strong. Yeah. and he's beasting dudes, you know,
0: yeah, I love when I love it when he gets into, and we talked about this before when he gets into the lane and then he can just either dish right for a three or he he has the skill set to get around these big men and make the shot. So I think that's, and he's so big where like he can get into the lane. And like just bulldoze people. Um, he can do
2: whatever he wants on the floor offensively. Yeah.
0: Like one hundred percent. Zion looks smaller than I thought. I don't we know. Want him
1: to get smaller? They all. But like height wise. <clears throat> like height
0: wise? It's like interesting. He's like almost a hybrid in a way. Um, uh, but I want to jump into like since these last couple games. What <clears throat> currently is your mindset? um after seeing the market uh since the season started what are you kind of thinking over the next i don't know 20 games of what you're doing in the investment world where what 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 are your thoughts going to or is it going to okay let me keep playing the young guy game um are we going are we going let me look at where nobody else is looking and going for i don't know uh Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett because they're going to be in the hall of fame or induct or in the ceremony's going to be in April. like what what what's, what's kind of your mindset guys
1: I'm interested in Shia's take on this um, so yeah I'm obviously I've been still trying to go after LeBron's and Kobe's I've I've DM so many people trying to get deals for true jams min jams nines tens I, I've just DM so many people and it's just not uh, panned out yet um, I'm still looking for Kobe's I think a lot of people are looking for that top scrum and I've noticed that it's actually gone up. I've sent a couple offers through my slabs to someone based on last comp. Last comp was like 2,900 on a nine, I believe, Tops, Chrome, Kobe. And I set 2,900 and he countered 34. So, yeah, Um, I'm still looking for those two guys. Regarding the young guys, though, what I realized is I need to send my PSA stuff out ASAP. I saw that jaw. I did not know jaws were as much as they are now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to send this on a five or a ten day and just get them back.
0: I'm I'm of the mi- mindset that wait. like, the ten days the new twenty, where you're like, if you want it back within season, you have to ten day it. Because if you do twenty, yeah, but like with jaws, I don't want them through season. I want them back now. Yeah. Right? So you're either exactly. five day or exactly. ten daying. They, uh, they, I did just all
1: more expensive. I would
0: send them in, in like now though. Cause I did hear that January 2nd PSA is going to be increasing prices again. Yeah. And I don't know how much or what service levels. Um, and I know some suburbs are actually stopping their, their subs because they don't know what's going to be happening either. So if you can get them in like now, like that would be the play. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, somebody's asking, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, uh, is looking fantastic, but there isn't that much hype on Kyrie cards right now. But he's also playing great. Um, what is kind of the move there? Ky- uh, Kyrie's from the Notorious 2012 Prism. Um, is It has a 2012 Prism rookie card. That's his rookie year. Um, I don't know exactly what his base 10s go for. 1,000,
2: 1,100, know, 1,
0: 1,200. 1, probably, 11,
2: probably 11 or 12 now that he's balling out.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So is that something that you're looking at? I know some people are, you know, they don't like uh, – Kyrie for any which reason. I actually, I I don't really have a problem with Kyrie at, at all, really. Um, I'm I've, I'm out of the mindset if he's balling on the court, then he's balling out on the court. Um, but uh, are you guys looking to pick up Kyrie just because the Nets look so good? And then my second uh, question would be, um, do you think that people in the hobby – don't have as much respect for Kyrie's cards because maybe they don't. Um, he's so unpredictable, I guess people think.
2: Um, real quick, just to fix myself a little bit here, it's actually thirteen fifty to fourteen hundred now is what Kyrie's are doing as of yesterday. So, okay, so
0: they were a thousand maybe a couple four, weeks ago.
2: Fourteen hundred is basically the new price. Like, there's ones in auction at thirteen hundred with a couple days left and stuff. So. 1400 is looking like what they are worth now, $1,350, 1400 So they have risen from $1,000, almost 40%.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. The Nets look really good. Like, So I think it is a simple notion of like, hey, look, I know everybody's hot on KD cards, but what about Kyrie?
2: I would say, and I said this a little bit about KD, I think a couple of days ago, that um, the play was to make your bet like if you want to experience like the really cool gain, like the really cool, hey look, I bought this card for a thousand dollars two weeks ago, now it's worth fourteen hundred. If you really want to experience that, you got to make bets. You got to like yep. say, hey look, everyone hates Kyrie right now. Everyone's unsure if the Nets are going to be good. I'm going to take a bet, and I'm going to bet that Kyrie, the Kyrie's going to go up because. It's only $1,000 compared to Damian Millard, who's 1300 or 1400 compared to Anthony Davis or compared to, you know, whichever guy from 2012 Prism. Um, that being said, even at 1400 like, yeah, if the Nets keep balling out, the card is going to go up. Like that could be a $2,000 card, you know. But again, it's just the bet was to make, you know, that was you, you should have made your bet. And if you didn't, you can still do it. It's just be wary. Like if you buy it at 1400 and then he comes out and has 10 points and eight assists, but they still win or something. And people were like, eh, I really liked it when he was scoring a lot of points. And then that card goes back to down to 1250 or something. Then understand like, yeah, you were buying because people saw it. But that being said, I think we're going to see Kyrie go up a little bit. Am I buying it? I mean, again, I already have some Kyrie prisms. I've been playing around with Kyrie prisms all off season and stuff. If I can find it for the right deal. Sure. But You know, I'm not exactly picking up Kyrie stuff, like, you know, really trying to get after it just because there's no collectors and people hate the guy.
1: What about you, Shad? Yeah, I'm not picking up Kyrie. Don't Uh, like him? Yeah, I'm I'm just not doing it. Uh, I've never been a fan of Kyrie personally. Um, I think that there's already this stigma about Kyrie and I'm also not, uh, I may get some hate right now, but I'm not sold on KD um you never liked you never liked kd i actually like kd you don't like his prices no it's not even the prices i don't have faith that he can stay healthy Mm. um that is where i'm because i think he's gone up so much uh so fast especially throughout like the past whatever six to 12 months that if he gets injured i don't think it'll be pretty we saw what happened with Kawhi. Why got injured the other day, and that was not a pretty by any means. But that's not a season-ending injury. Um, so yeah, I'm not picking up Kyrie. I would personally rather pick up Paul George over Kyrie right now.
0: But Paul, like the Paul George card to get is like weird because he's in that weird year. He's 2011, right? I'm pretty sure he's from the 2011. He's yeah, uh, like 20- he's 2010,
2: 2011.
0: So like he's in that weird year where he doesn't really. There's have... no
2: rookie cards except for national treasures and like a panini rookie card.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I isn't
1: clay the same and isn't clay's rookie considered the 2012? Clay is from 2011, so he has 2012
2: because that cla- those two classes 2011 and 2012 were put together, and they're both in 2012. So 20- 2012 is loaded with rookies.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, because I know. Uh, a while back I was like, damn, like what is Paul George rookie card? And I tried to look into it and I couldn't find shit. And then it was in that weird year where it was like tops the year before and then twenty twelve Prism. And it was just
2: But crazy. that's why we're seeing the 2012 Prism base card of Paul George go experience up. go. Yeah, because it's like that's his first Prism card. Yeah. It's not a rookie though.
0: Um Shy, you, you, you talked about KD a little bit. Uh I I did see the KD ref- I don't know, you guys probably saw it too, the KD Refractor 10s, you know, uh undisclosed if they actually sold or not, but right around 25 K I know for a fact, a private, uh, a private buyer, um, a private buyer did uh, buy one for 24,000 KD refractor PSA 10. Um, What do you think about that price point? I'm of the mindset of like, Hey, look, if he's balling, he's playing good. And he has, and he continues to play the way he's playing. Like that can continue to go up. Um, I think the, I think Coleman, you talked about earlier, like it would have been easier if you just made your bet before season, because uh, I was talking to the seller of that card and he bought that card, that Katie refractor for $3,000 back in March. Mm -hmm. And now he's selling it for 24,000. So like, my question is where, where do you see Katie's cards going if he continues to play the way he's playing?
2: Well, look, I'm going to draw it back to you know a video you made talking about Trey Young after Trey Young prices went up. Basically, you were saying something along the lines of if you're buying Trey Young at these prices, you're making a bet that the Hawks are going to ball and they're going to make the playoffs. Now we saw Trey Young stuff correct a little bit, but now it's rushing back up just after two games. So you were like half right, right? Basically, like Trey Young had to come out and perform, and that's what he's doing. So if you're betting if you're buying this stuff for Kevin Durant right now, and I'll answer the question, which is where do I see it going? But if you're buying this stuff for Kevin Durant right now, you're seeing you're believing that it's going to continue to go up. And you have already checked out you've already checked out the Kevin Durant Tops Chrome Refractor PSA ten, compared it to the LeBron, compared the Pops, compared other LeBron and KD cards, compared KD to, you know, because that's the comp is you're comparing it to LeBron two of the best players that have Tops Chrome rookie cards, not Prism. Um, and the Pops are pretty similar, I think. I think they're like 150 for LeBron, 150 for KD. Mm-hmm. So
0: you're betting now. And a LeBron, I think, is an auction at 65. What is – because I'm, I'm getting two different things of like – people are saying, well, well, what are LeBron Refractor 10s truly worth right now? Um, 60,
2: 65. I mean, but like we're going to see them go up past that. I know of an 80K – Private sale because of that 106 public sale that wasn't real.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's like people based, don't know. Yeah.
2: But what's the true value? If I had to guess, it would be 60, 65k. But there's one at 65k in auction. So that might go for 75. That might go for 80. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But right now the price is basically whatever someone's willing to sell it for and that you're willing to pay, you know? Yeah. But anyway, to, to, to get back to your question real quick, I'll just answer it real fast. Where do I see KD stuff going? I see it continuing to go up because people still aren't 100% on KD, um, a.k.a. Shia. Like He needs to come out and keep balling and do really well, and the Nets need to just go on a crazy tear, be the number one seed, and be like 25-5 and five or something like that for people to really start seeing it. But also... But also, too, even if they do that, his prices might not go up because the price might already be built in. It might already be baked into that. So we don't know for sure. So we could we could think that they're going to continue to go up as long as they ball out. Or we could say, oh, they're not going to go up. They're, they're just going to sustain, and then they're going to go up if they ball out in the playoffs. At the end of the day, none of us actually know. Um, but my bet would be that they're going to go up a little bit more as people see the comps and see like, okay, they are selling for that. There are people buying them for that. I'm willing to spend that much because there is so much money in the market right now and people want the next thing. They want the next champion if it's not gonna be LeBron. So, and that's why we're gonna see LeBron stuff go up too because people think it's LeBron.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Chai? you just, you just not into the whole KD thing. Did, did, did you think that, do you think that at 20, 24,000, a KD refractor 10 is, a market, uh, a, a, a normal market price. Do you think that's fair? Yeah,
1: I think it's fair. I just wouldn't spend 24K on it. I understand. I would rather spend my money elsewhere. And I think one big thing contributing to the KD market mm. is, is going to be the LeBron market. I think because LeBron is going to go up, people are going to say, okay, KD's getting is not, is cheaper, is undervalued, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and he's going to keep rising. But I think that's only if he sustains a certain level of performance, and if he dips below that or gets injured, it's gonna drop. It's gonna because I think right now, as Coleman was saying, we don't know if it's built in. If they people think he's gonna win the chip, I think that's already built in. Personally, I think people are expecting him to go to at least the conference finals to go to the chip, um, and I think that's built in. So I wouldn't expect massive growth from the KD. I would only expect massive growth is if LeBron start popping off and they're going crazy and then people are like, oh, wait, well, KD has stayed the same for three months and he's still balling out and he's going to go to the chip. So, That's a
2: great point. I just want to jump on that and say like, okay, so if LeBron is 65 and a KD is, can we call 25? Well, if KD wins the championship, and let's say KD plays LeBron in the championship and wins, and now KD did it on his own team, right, in Brooklyn, Gets his third ring, third finals MVP.
1: What is that card now?
0: What's Lurdy? the pop on it?
1: I think, the the they're both drop. I think it would drop initially and go back up, just like it happens every time after a chip.
0: The right? one thing I will say is this. With the whole fractional ownership thing, I really think that the KD refractors, the Kobe refractors, the LeBron refractors, I think that those prices we're going to be seeing – a lot of growth, nonetheless, if they're playing good or bad over the next I don't know, two years. Um so I think that if let's say KD wins a championship this year, you know, and it's already at let's say 25k, you know, if that card being 40k doesn't seem unreasonable to
1: me. But I don't see that being 40k and the LeBron staying at 65
0: no the, if no that no goes so, up to 40 that'll go up to 80. yeah so the lebron again i think the whole fractional ownership thing is really going to shake up these price points nonetheless if the lebron is playing good or playing bad Katie's playing good or playing bad i, I think that those cards are going to see um a really good really good growth just because so many people want to get a piece of it um so like i mean a lot of people did think I'm pretty sure Coleman LeBron refractor tens were a hundred K until people found out that it wasn't, it wasn't right.
2: Correct. So there was, uh, I, I forget the IG account. I wish I could give some reference here. Um, uh, but there's an IG account that basically posted that that same card sold three times through PWCC and it hadn't been paid on any of them. And that one Oh six sale was not anything different. So that card didn't
0: get paid for. Um, but but people thought it did right yeah because it was a comp yeah so like for me that tells me okay that's a like that's not so far-fetched where people think that it's fake like people legit people thought it was real it went from 55 to 106 like that was the comp
2: 55 to 106 oh that's that's insane so I, there was think, two comps at 55, and then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, 106.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think if the M uh, again, and I think I think MJ, LeBron, Kobe, all those cards are going to be seeing great growth over the next two years. I think if an MJ Fleer 10 is what, uh, two, 200, 200, 230. and that's a pop, what card for it? 310,
2: 330.
0: Uh, so I think like if that. a LeBron refractor getting to the 100K mark that makes reasonable sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe it. I mean, it is the card and
2: look like when that card goes to a hundred, when a KD refractor goes to 40, all it makes me think is what are the other amazing KD rookie cards that you could get for that amount of money or even less that will go up. But at the end of the day, that can bite you in the butt too yeah. because we forget that it's a different market. It's investor driven. They just want the card. They don't care that, Oh, there's an exquisite one of one or something. Oh, okay. Well, who cares? Like, we just want the top chroma fractor. We're not going to put the time into it. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it makes me think of that. But it all, you know, it's just a different market. It's hard to hard to predict.
0: I I agree with you. I think that with the whole investor world coming in, um, they don't they don't necessarily want to learn the whole niche of the card collecting community. So do they really want patch autos or stuff like that? I don't really know. Right. Um, they don't
2: want a hoops, hot prospects, patch, auto of KD.
0: They just yeah, don't. They, they want the top scrum. They want the top scrum refractor. Um, and, I, and I think that makes sense. And I think those are the cards that are going to be seeing the most demand for the future. Absolutely. But we're going to end it there today. I appreciate everybody listening. If you're listening on Spotify uh, make sure you're following us on there. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure uh, you subscribe to the channel, number one. You like this video, and then you comment below with any questions and what you uh, what you agreed and disagreed with. I appreciate it, guys, and we'll see you in the next video. Slash podcast. You want me to lock it down, but I told her to pass the key. You got to slow it down, girl, you moving too fast for
2: me. Nobody did it like this, so they wanted they asking me. If I can slow it down, cause it's coming too fast for me.